yeah, very, very quickly, I realized that spending long, long time, long times on your feet and in the mountains and just moving efficiently that like really like spoke to my soul. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just, it, like it felt so liberating. Hello again, friends. Thank you so much for joining me here. It is Greg with the Wisdom of the Wilderness podcast. Thank you for being here and spending a little bit of your day learning something new. We are here to share wisdom gained from time spent in nature with a dose of inspirational and empowering stories of everyday people that move through uncharted territory, both literal and figurative. I hope you are as excited as I am to get to this week's episode. Here we go. Hey, all right, friends, we are back, and it is a lovely, sunny, blustery, cold, minus a thousand day out here in the Rockies. And uh, it was beautiful. There were birds flying around. There were geese and ducks in the mighty river. And uh, it's also uh, pretty freaking cold to the point that I lost feeling in my face and my hands when I went out for a walk. But it's awesome because that gave me the idea for today's podcast. And the topic of today's podcast is going to be, wait for it, I bet you might even have an idea what it might be based off what I've just said, that is discomfort and what we can learn about ourselves and from nature and about our lives and how we can apply it to a whole bunch of things because it turns out that uh, being uncomfortable or experiencing discomfort is actually good for us and we've just been conditioned to think that it's not. So we're just going to jump right in and get started. Now, how and why this episode came to me is because it's minus a bajillion degrees again. Uh, it got above freezing and it rained and all the beautiful snow we had out here is now literally three solid feet of ice. Uh, and then it got cold to like minus a bajillion again. So it's minus a thousand outside and it's black ice everywhere or ice ice everywhere or frozen tire ruts and wolf tracks and everything else. And um, yeah, there's also nobody outside. So I'm loving it because I can go for a run. I can go for a snowshoe. I can go for a walk and I see like one person. Generally, they have a really weird energy and are pretty angry that they're outside. So I don't even know why they're outside, but I am enjoying it and smiling at the sun. And I think it's good and healthy to get outside. And I think a big part of that is because we spend so much time inside in arbitrarily and unnecessarily heated and cooled buildings that are inefficiently built to maintain year-round temperature at 70 Fahrenheit or something around 20 uh, Celsius. Now, what's really interesting about that is that if we are always in the same level temperature, then our body's accustomed to it. People really can't handle anything outside of it. So I'm sure we've all experienced someone who maybe went to Hawaii and it was too hot, or maybe went to Phoenix and it was too hot, or maybe went outside where they live in the summer and it was too hot because they're used to being in 70 degree indoor climate controlled weather. They're not used to all the nuances of being outside. And especially not in some parts of the world, like where I am right now, where it gets to minus a thousand, that's a little less than most people's ideal. But it's a really interesting and delicate balance because 
we evolved being outdoors. So if you think back even like a hundred years, maybe more than that, say 150 years, when you know the Western frontier was being settled in America, um, the railroad was being built in Truck to Yak Tuck, um, people were exposed to the elements a lot more. Yeah, there were saloons. Yeah, where the, there were super inefficient straight line buildings built. But for the most part, people are outside for a good chunk of their day. So they were exposed to cold. They were exposed to hot. People thermoregulated by being active. Hey, if it's cold outside, I got to go and wear some animal skins. I got to build a fire. I have to be moving around to stay warm. Whereas people today sometimes throw a flying hallelujah fit because the air conditioning in the car doesn't heat up fast enough. So we're really, really, really disconnected from the temperatures and the weather conditions that are happening right outside our door because it's so easy to become complacent and to just get used to, oh, it's always the same temperature, I'm here. So what's great about going out into nature or going out into the wilderness <clears throat> and really connecting with the wisdom of the wilderness in this context is that nature is pretty indifferent to you. I'll say that again, nature is pretty indifferent to you. The weather is going to be the weather. Temperature is going to be the temperature. It's just going to be out there. So the wind doesn't care if you're cold or hot. The sun doesn't care. Uh, most of the animals out there don't care. The birds, the flowers, the trees, the bees, uh, they really don't care. But the lesson that this gives us is that when we are going outside, we can work with what is. So, for example, today it is minus a thousand and there's nobody outside because it's minus a thousand. And uh, I went for a run. I had multiple people glare at me from their vehicles as I was running, which I also ignored because I'm indifferent to people, but I'm aware of it. And I think it's pretty bizarre out here because some people will go skiing and no one bats an eye or go sledding and no one bats an eye, but see a dude running and oh my God, end of the world. Um, but that's a different issue. But what I can do to go outside is I can freaking dress appropriately. So I can wear wool socks. I can wear tights. I can wear a couple upper body layers. I can wear a beanie or a toque on my head. I can wear a couple pairs of gloves. I can be outside and I can still be enjoying it. It's minus a thousand. Yeah, my face got cold. I don't cover my face. I just go outside and run. I put my hood up for a little bit because the wind was gusting. And once I warmed up enough, I took my hood off and I was fine. But I was dressed appropriately. I didn't try to go out into the minus a thousand degree weather wearing what I would wear when it's 70. I put on clothes. I thought about it. I even imagined this, walked outside, checked the temperature and came back in and then got dressed and then got my jacket on and then went outside. I know, right? I'm absolutely crazy to do that. Probably am. But the point being, I went out to experience that discomfort. Was it the most fun thing in the entire world? Mm, not exactly. I mean, having a 30-mile wind hit you when it's, I think the official temperature was like minus 13 Fahrenheit before wind chill or something like that. Um, I don't even know what that is in Celsius. I'm even going to try because I, if you listen for a while, I really don't use the metric system. So uh, you can check that out. But 
dressed appropriately. And what I realized is, hey, you know, a lot of the idea of room temperature or being civilized or being air conditioned or climate controlled, it doesn't really help our bodies at all to adapt to anything except to the artificiality that we create. Whereas when we can go outside and we can experience stuff, when we can experience all of the conditions that we're exposed to, we start to adapt. Our bodies adapt and get used to things. I know even for me, at minus 1,000 today, I went for a run. I was hot and sweating by the end to the point that I could take my gloves off and not freeze immediately. I could take off an upper body layer and feel really good doing that because I was warm. I was running. I was building body heat. I was thermoregulating by myself. Now, at the same time, I ran by a couple of people walking their dog who angrily glared at me and would not say hello, possibly because of that. I have no idea. I get a lot of weird looks, a lot of weird looks. But part of that, seeing them completely bundled up, looking absolutely miserable being outside, part of that's mindset too. So when I went out, this is not to say anything particularly great about me, just that we can adapt our mindset and adapt our clothing and um, be comfortable with our discomfort when we go out. So when I went out, I prepared myself and I went out knowing I was going to enjoy it. It's a beautiful, bright, sunny day. I do not wear sunglasses. So I went out and I was ready. I got some vitamin D on my body. I got to look at the sun. I got to feel the sun. I got to feel the wind biting against my face against my hands. And that's okay because that was helping me feel alive. That amount of discomfort and being out there in those temperatures actually was enlivening me and helping me to feel better and alleviate all kinds of stresses and concerns and whatever else because I was focused on where I am in the moment with this level of discomfort. So what's really neat is that the more that we can go out and put ourselves into these situations in nature or in the wilderness where we are uncomfortable or we're experiencing discomfort, the less and less that that discomfort has a hold over us. So I'm going to take this a big step further. And with that, you know, there's a lot of different places that I've lived and I'm in no way representative of everybody out there. But wherever you are, just think about the difference between what the summer weather is and what the winter weather is and what the weather is even right now in mid-February and what that might be in July or September or December. We can all adapt to the weather, to the climate, and to the nature around us. We can feel it. And when we can switch our mindset a little bit out of the, I must always be at this temperature to, I'm going to experience this and enjoy it, then we really can notice and begin to get benefits from being outside in different weather conditions. Dress appropriately, it's totally fine. There's some long random quote, quote about from the guy who founded Knowles about that. There's no, something like there's no bad weather, there's only inappropriate clothing. I can go outside here, it was raining and like 41 degrees three days ago. It's now minus a thousand. I could go for a run with my rain jacket on and my rain gloves on and my shorts on and yeah, get wet, but that felt okay. That was perfectly fine for me. I wasn't concerned about it. The entire rest of uh, the people that live where I live, uh, nobody else was outside at that point, just ducks. So when we begin to adapt 
to nature and adapt to getting out in all the different conditions, we see, hey, I can dress appropriately and this is still enjoyable to go outside in. This is just giving me a different experience. It's not good or bad or right or wrong, but we're going into somewhere where we're going to experience discomfort and we are maybe are uncomfortable. But that also then ties back into our lives because <laughs> it turns out that not everything in life is a comfortable situation. Not anywhere remotely near that. So for me, thinking of the run that I went on today and the experience I had today, and then I even went for a walk when it was marginally warmer, uh, significantly windier, and then uh, into the shade, um, experienced a lot more discomfort doing that. And then I was making video for a friend and um, yeah, lost feeling in my hand because I took my glove off to take video but my hand's alive. My hand got to feel that. And yeah, was it uncomfortable for a couple minutes? Sure. And now I'm totally fine. But I didn't have to be afraid of going into that uncomfortable space to then not do what I wanted to do. So then that got me thinking into what are ways that, you know, the discomfort in nature might be mirrored or might show up in our own day-to-day -day lives because it seems there's a big part of the way that people are conditioned is to avoid anything that might be uncomfortable. Uh, thoughts, feelings, um, hunger, thirst, whatever it might be. There's a lot of situations. So I started thinking, how might this discomfort I'm experiencing then give me more confidence or more familiarity with stepping out of a comfort zone to get uh, to move forward in life? because we don't really move forward when we're comfortable. It's taking those little leaps, taking those steps that push us out of comfort, which then can really lead to a lot of growth. You know, For me, moving here and having the first real winter I've had for quite a long time, that happened every day. Once I start getting cold, of going out into colder temperatures that I'm used to, uh, to have my daily activity, my daily run outside but I'm used to it now. It doesn't bother me in the slightest. Um, so I thought, hey, wow, what about all those other times that there's been uncomfortable things that, I, that I've worked through or that people out there might have worked through? Maybe they can see the parallels between this of getting outside and life. So a few that I just thought up while I was on my run, no less, uh, starting a new job, you know, there may be some, some similar aspects to something. Say you're a nurse and you're switching from, gosh, I don't know, the um, birth unit to the spinal cord injury unit. Um, there'll be aspects that are similar and aspects that are different. And that's okay. Uh, I think a big one that we can all have some type of familiarity with is the dating world. And, you know, going up to ask someone out on a date or being asked out on a date. And maybe there's discomfort or pushing through, pushing into an uncertain territory, uncharted territory, um, being in a vulnerable position to ask for a date or to then decide, do I want to or not? Um, do I like this person enough to say yes or no? What level of comfort is there there? So dating is a big one. Uh, bullying. I know there's a ton of bullying going on right now, and there are many people who have experienced it in varying degrees throughout their past, whether it's in school, whether it's at work, whether it's with a sports league, uh, whether it's from politicians, whether it's from celebrities, anything else. There's a, there's a lot of stuff that's happening out there, but you know, there are some things that might make you uncomfortable, but saying no to a bully, that's one example. 
standing up for yourself, another example. Uh, questioning someone who you know is wrong, that's another example. Uh, another one I thought of, asking for a raise or telling someone that you're uh, leaving your employment. Um, I know a few people that have just left a letter and walked away from a job without actually telling someone what they were doing. I also, you know, have had awkward or difficult or whatever you want to call it conversations about asking for a raise or asking for different positions or discussing issues that are quite challenging. And some of them have gone well and have led to great change in the organization and some went terribly and I left the positions. Um, and that's just my personal experience, but I think a lot of people can will connect with, you know, the idea of stepping, you know, it can be, you might be in a situation where you have to get uncomfortable, but you need a raise for whatever reason, or you got another offer that's way higher and you're going to leave. So stepping into some of those, a, a big part of the discomfort, whether we are out in nature or it is situations in life that, um, are less than ideal perhaps is that you have to go through it you know the only way out is through so in thinking of that and all of these things that we have to go through in life at some point whether it's going out on a date starting a new job leaving a job saying no to a bully um saying no to a request from a child possibly saying no to a request from a spouse uh, ending a relationship ending a, a ending a work Work environment, uh, moving, um, you know, leaving a, a situation with a landlord or a roommate. Um, we have to go through all these things, but what we can connect with to help us and support us is these experiences of seeking out similar situations in the wilderness that can help us build confidence. You know, I can I can think just for me, I am not a mountain biker. It does not particularly appeal to me in any type of way. I enjoy riding along logging roads, but I'm not going to go down a black diamond. I'm not going to go get a pass and go to a hill here or do anything else like that. I'm not going to go to Moab and have the slick rock. Uh, but that one time that I did go downhill mountain biking with a friend and we did go to the ski hill and I got the bike rental and all that stuff and went downhill. By the time I got over the stuff I was uncertain about, towards the bottom of the mountain on a green run, like I had built so much more confidence going around corners, going down sharp turns, uh, maneuvering just in one run that it really clicked for me of how a lot of activities that we can do outside push that comfort zone and allow people to grow. I think of all of the different programs here that are, you know, women's climbing groups or men's intro to backcountry touring groups or, kids doing freestyle skiing, all of these things to demystify things that may seem very challenging or very difficult and help to build the confidence. So you have that confidence for situations in life. You know, someone that might have a fear of heights that can then go and take a climbing lesson or a climbing course or go, you know, climb with, with a group of like-minded people. Once you can you can address that fear and you can move through it and you can work with it and you can get up on the wall and no longer be afraid of heights. That builds a huge amount of confidence for other things in life. Maybe you then decide, Hey, this career ain't going nowhere. I'm going to quit and go back to school and be a physical therapist. There are learned financial planning. 
Maybe I'm going to leave that relationship that's not really working for me. Or maybe that relationship's abusive. So I'm going to stand up and say no and leave it because I now have the confidence because I have gone into these experiences outdoors or I have even just got used to living in a different climate. Hey, wow, it's not that bad. I can translate that information into and that experience into all these other layers and aspects of my life. So we really do have the choice to push ourselves, whether it's going outside at minus a thousand, learning how to climb, uh, learning how to fish, learning how to hunt, mountain biking. We can really push ourselves and say, hey, I have this uncertainty or maybe someone's experiencing an anxiety or has a fear of something. What if you just went out and tried it or not? We all have these choices out there. So the last one I'm going to tie to is um, one of the big goals that I had for myself, and we'll see how it plays out this year, uh, was running an ultra marathon, a very specific one. And that goal has been put on the back burner because of the political situation over the past two years. And disappointing, but you know, one of the big things is, hey, maybe someone says, I'm going to run a 10K, going to lose some weight, run a 10K, or run a marathon or for me an ultra marathon that's great here's this big goal at x amount of time in the future and it sounds great because hey i'm gonna do it i'm gonna have these great feelings you know i'm gonna accomplish something and build confidence that's all fine and dandy but how do you actually get there well you can watch movies and say hey that looks pretty cool i'm gonna be an ultra marathoner just like hillary allen or just like claire gallagher or just like, yeah, blanking on other names right now. Uh, and I can do that. But sitting behind a television or sitting, staring at a computer, watching documentaries does not get that in place. So what do you got to do? Start walking and then start running and then start getting on trails and then start getting on trails in all conditions, whether you really feel like going outside and getting cold at minus a thousand or not, whether you really feel like doing 35 miles on a Sunday in a torrential downpour or not, whether you feel like getting used to going long distances on not a lot of food, whether you feel like trying different types of snacks along the way, discovering, nope, that's terrible. Nope, that's terrible. Well, that's mildly decent. Well, that's fairly decent. Hey, I really like this. Um, whether you do experience all four seasons in a single day out on a training run, uh, whether you do run out of water and then have to go and find it and filter it when you're out there, uh, whether you do figure out how to go pee in the woods or how to poop in the woods or do whatever. Um, these are all things that have to be addressed to then be able to compete or do your own backyard ultra marathon. So these are all things that I personally have been learning and or used to for a number of years now as I prepare myself physically, mentally is a little bit different, uh, physically for this is getting outside and doing it. So going through all these things that many people would never in their life want to do, let alone voluntarily, uh, these are things I all do for fun. And that's okay because you know I am pushing past my discomfort to meet the goal that I have. 
And that's the big point that I want to want to share today is whether it is going outside in nature, whether it is pushing through, you know, my ultra marathon goal, maybe yours is to be the CEO of your company. Then there's a lot of stuff that you got to do, a lot of uncomfortable situations, maybe long hours, maybe challenging conversations with colleagues, maybe, you know, taking on a lot of extra work so that you can get the higher reviews, so you can get up to that performance. It's all in these little sacrifices that we make and these discomforts that we have. So for me, you know, getting getting used to being out of water on a hot summer day, yeah, it's uncomfortable, but I know what I can push my body to, you know? Maybe getting into that CEO corner office, that means you don't see your kids most Saturdays because you're working extra. I don't know what it is, but it's these different discomforts that we can go through. And what I thought as I was out there today was that there is this really deeply ingrained culture of being comfortable, not rocking the boat, being in certain temperatures, certain humidity, certain whatever it is, and not really venturing too far from it, you know? That can even go as far to, well, I grew up in this in this suburb. I went to school here. I maybe went to college or university here and I moved to suburbs over and that's okay. Some people that that's their comfort zone. Others will, you know, grow up and then fly around the world, move around the world, go and do all kinds of crazy things out there. And there's no right or wrong, but we can each choose and see these little discomforts and these situations where we have to be uncomfortable to actually go forward and grow, you know? To go back to the ultra marathon goal, have uh, I've run one? It was okay. Uh, I I see a lot of cool things I'd like to do in the future. I'm looking at all kinds of trails. Um, it's not going to get there for me by thinking about it. I got to go and put the time in. I got to balance what I want to achieve and what I want to experience with other things that are going on. And it means balancing time. It means balancing energy and effort. And part of that too ties into being uncomfortable and getting used to being cold and wet for an hour or more on a run and not just running inside. Um, or even, you know, hiding, going from an apartment to underground parkade in a car to another underground parkade and never being outside when it's raining. Um, I actively embrace that now. So there you have it. But that was some thoughts on the way that discomfort and getting ourselves exposed to situations that may be less than ideal really can become a source of confidence for us and be, can become things that we can relate to to carry us forward because we all are going to experience discomfort in our lives, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual. It's going to happen. It is unavoidable. But when we can see see that discomfort as a source of strength and see these other connections and think of these hard things we have done before, then that does become a source of strength for us to move forward, to take a new job, to push ourselves into trying a totally new way of, of nursing that we might not consider, trying a career switch at 40, uh, going back to school after after having kids and them leaving home, whatever it might be, these things really can become a source of strength. And we can realize that the discomfort we have is just an unfamiliarity with 
the situation we're getting into and that the more that we can face this discomfort, the more that we can step into these places of unknowns and see that the world doesn't end if I go outside and get wet in a run. The world doesn't end if this cute woman says no when I ask her out. The world doesn't end if I don't get this raise here. Then we really can take that, learn from it, grow with it and build upon it for the next experience we have. So I hope that all sticks with you, friends. And with that, it is starting to to darken up here. It is still minus a thousand. It's probably going to go to minus a thousand and one uh, pretty quickly here. And uh, it looks like the stars are coming out. So I'm going to go and see if I can see me some northern lights and cross my fingers for that. But I hope this has resonated with people and given some ideas and thoughts about the ways that really can appreciate some of the some of the beauty of nature and the beautiful lessons that even on days that many if you're ever watching a weather forecast and they tell you you know oh, it's a miserable day blah 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 that's just one perspective because the ducks were still out there going up and down in the water looking for food the geese were washing themselves off out there the little birds that fly in flocks were all around like they were all having a magical day. It's just one perspective that we have that's there, and we can flip that super easy, and that discomfort can become comfort. And we can work our way through it, because uh, if we're properly prepared, hey, anything can be a source of comfort, right? I think so. All right. Without further ado, we're going to wrap that up for today, friends. Thank you so much for joining me. I hope you have a wonderful day afternoon, evening, wherever you are, whatever it is you're doing. I want to say hello to the people all across the world who are listening to this podcast. Looks like more than 30 countries people have listened from. And hope they all get a chance to enjoy the magic that is nature all around you. Hope you get to have your bare feet on whatever uh, natural ground surface you can find. Because for me right now, that's about three feet of snow. But I still do it every day and feel those negative ions coming in. And it helps me sleep better. So, all right. We will catch you on the next episode of The Wisdom of the Wilderness. And thank you very much for joining me on today's episode, friends. It is always fun for me to record these, and I do hope you get a lot out of them. As always, if you enjoyed this, please share it with your friends, your family members, your colleagues, your coworkers, your hairdresser, the guy at the restaurant, uh, wherever you're going. I do my best to research these and give a lot of good information. And there's a lot of people out there that can benefit from hearing the stories and also having that perspective shift that can come along with, with listening. As well, if you get a chance, I do encourage you. It really helps me out if you can leave a five-star review at the podcast platform you're listening to, as well as maybe even write something. So, uh, yeah, if you get a chance, please do that. I prefer Apple Podcasts is how I listen to things, but I know that uh, Stitcher's out there, Spotify's out there, Google Play or Google Podcasts, there's a whole bunch of them. So if you get a chance, please do drop a five-star rating and leave a review. That would be fantastic. And with that, have a wonderful day, friends. We will catch you on the next episode of The Wisdom of the Wilderness. Mm-hmm.